first episode, so, so, of my new podcast, cast, 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 The Basement Dweller, 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 Dweller. In this momentous episode, I am joined by fellow podcaster and musician Tyler Beck. We discuss our passions, COVID-19 life, and many more. I'm very excited to start this new project, and I hope you all enjoy. And now, episode one of The Basement Dweller. What'd you think of that? That was a it's a very western. <laughs> I know. I tried my best to make it more folk punky. Uh, that's me. Oh, did you make that? I made that. Nice. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that twenty second clip took about two and a half hours on GarageBand. Yes, <laughs> that makes <laughs> that happens. Yeah, I tried my best, and that's what you know. It used to have um, a cowbell in there too. Oh, did which, you take it out? Yeah, because it made it sound like like horse clip clops. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so why did you take that out? Because like the Western thing, the first thing that Ali said, uh, you know, was just like, it's pretty Western, you know, and I was like, it's fitting. Yeah, (laughs) we are in Arizona. Yeah, it's very it's very uh, Western, I guess that I didn't want people to think that I wore boots and a, you know, a cowboy hat, but just talk like this all the time in Arizona. (laughs) Tarnation. We are the South, after all. <laughs> well, <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, well uh, everybody, welcome to the Basement Dweller. Uh, my name is Jacob, and with me today I have uh, the the triple threat, so to speak, of local Arizona artists. I have Tyler Beck. Welcome, you buddy. You didn't fuck up my name. I didn't. You should have. Uh, you got to get me back for Jesse doing it every time you come on. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that was that was, you know, it's funny. As you said, that was the first thing I said was I was like, you know what? I'm going to let him introduce me and just see if he remembers how he how it's supposed to be. said. I know your last name. Jesse does not. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Santero. <laughs> San, yeah, it's always yeah. Santorini. <laughs> Stupid. Santana. Santana. Yeah. Jacob <laughs> Santana. That sounds like a pretty cool name. Just yeah. change it to that. You know, Too bad it's taken. Damn. I wonder who has that. Jacob Santana? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I guess the last name primarily. You know, I thought I was the only... I didn't know any other Santoros until... I, I guess there's a really famous YouTuber that has my last name. Interesting. What, is, lot, what do my, they do? Uh, I think it's like top 10 <laughs> things. No, and I know, I know. But like, like, yeah, he's got like multi-million. I remember I discovered it one night. Just, you know, what, uh, you know, like when you can't sleep and it's like it's and then you cut till 4 a.m. and you're watching those dudes build those huts in the middle of the jungle. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like <laughs> it was kind of like one of those things. And um, those compilations of random shit. And you're like, why do people watch this? I'm yeah. watching it. I and, guess people watch it. And I'll never forget. one. It was one of the last times I used Twitter. I haven't used Twitter in years. And I remember I was just. <laughs> I, I was I, trying to make a post about this episode and mm-hmm. I, I couldn't remember what your Twitter handle was. I don't have one. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally, sense. I'm, I do, but I'm, I, I did end up making one. a post about this. You did. I didn't know the name of the show. I just said I was going to do it. Oh, thank you. You beat me to it. I haven't even done any promotion for this except for Snapchat. <laughs> just so my it mom looks good. can be proud of me. Yeah. Thank you. I'm, I'm proud of it. Um, you know, uh, I hope that, it, uh, it uh, takes it where it needs to go, and um, I don't know. I I, I, I want to be good. <laughs> That's just really what it comes down to. Is I just I, I want to be I, I want to be you know one of the greats. It's uh, but that's where everyone thinks. You know, you you got to start somewhere. I think that's 
being good is a good uh, good expectation. The being great, good. I don't know. I, I don't know how to how to set yourself up for that. Right. But, I mean, it's kind of like like this whole thing, you know. Just aim towards that. Right. I mean, but it's like like this whole thing, buying everything that I needed to and getting everything ready, doing the tests that I did, kind of reminded me of like being a little kid in the mirror. And yeah. you're using the broom to do like the air guitar to, you know, kickstart my heart by, you know, Motley Crue. If you think it and you make it, then you did it. Right. That's very Tony Robbins of you. I feel very <laughs> motivated. I do like Tony Robbins. <laughs> I've, uh, I've uh, heard people made fun of him. I've never heard him before. I haven't really listened that much to him, but he is interesting. Like he's a motivational speaker, right? He's almost culty. <laughs> oh, really? I feel like all those guys are. Yes, yes. What's the other one? What's the one that was super popular in um, like 2008 to 10? It was like the, if you like throw it out to the universe, you you can, pers- uh, the, the, the secret, secret. the yeah. secret. You remember that? <laughs> Manifest. Manifest. I remember <laughs> I had my dad, my dad took me to a movie theater. That shit is all so weird. Like, yes, but I don't know, man. <laughs> like, like, yeah, manifest stuff, but what? Well, Right. What am I going to manifest? The next leap is like, what's causing all of this? Like, is it me? Right. Is it not God? <laughs> well, that was the whole thing. It was like, it was like, it was like with God in the universe, everything was possible. Mind you, I was in high school and my dad oh, took yeah. me to a movie theater to watch like the guy who made like the, the secret or like, who's like the, whatever the CEO of the manifestation, you know, it was like a two hour seminar. So it was a movie about the secret but it wasn't the secret no it was like imagine if like you went to a movie that was just a two hour long ellen episode <laughs> about achieving your goals that's what he took me to so the guy was like honestly was empowering no i'm fucking 15 i want to be anywhere else other than here right now <laughs> i was 15 i was in a band like i had long hair i i would i would definitely probably have been in a similar mindset, but it's, it's kind of funny. Cause like, as a, I want to say like 23 year old, I got really, really into that stuff and like, like I, believing yourself stuff. Well, like more personal development, not, not necessarily believing yourself, but that is an aspect of it, but more like building yourself up. I mean, it's always a good trait to have. I think that but it's not a trait. It's like a, a lifestyle. Yeah. For sure. I mean, that's always that's always a good thing to have. I think that uh, with, you know, the way that that culture, the, the culture that I grew up in was very just ironic and very Reddit, <laughs> you know, and very like, oh, you believe in yourself? That's cringe, bro. You know, like it, 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 it kind of stopped me from from doing that kind of stuff. Um, kind of like kind of like like the gym thing where. Is that like reverse peer pressure? Yeah. It's like reverse psychology on your own mental well-being, like in a weird way. <laughs> Internet bullying, but like- to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like uh it's like the 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 internet advertised bullying towards myself from things that I posted. <laughs> you know. Like all oh, this stuff is pointless, it's meaningless. And then someone like you who's saying, you know, like, you know what? Try believing in yourself. It's like Fuck off, loser. Like, well, I mean, but as a teenager, I would have been sharing that shit. <laughs> yeah. Just girly things. <laughs> just girly, hashtag just girly things. All that, all that, uh, 
I don't know if you're on Tumblr, but all that really depressing emo, like, aesthetic stuff, I would have shared all of that. <laughs> I was on Tumblr for the boobies, first and foremost. <laughs> yeah. There that, were a lot of boobies. There was a lot of boobies. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, it's funny you say like that. that I wish I was more <laughs> in touch with, like, my emotions and, and, you know, my femininity, I guess, in high school. I feel like I would have... I feel like the stuff that I eventually had to go to therapy about as an adult would have been solved naturally by just accepting who I was, you know? Yeah. Always, <laughs> always, you know? Um, but you know, I have two robots for parents and couldn't really Me talk too. to anybody. Well, so I guess one, one who, uh, my dad is more, uh, more robotic, I guess. My dad is kind of like a robot who just took like a emotions for dummies course, you know, like he's trying to learn emotions for dummies. Yeah. Like they're there, son. It's okay. Like, you know? Yes. <laughs> I relate. Right. <laughs> My they, mom was just not there. <laughs> right. Like they try, they try their best, but, um, you know, um, but no, I mean, I, I, uh, I appreciate the, the older I get, the more like self-motivated, you know, I, I feel because at this point with, everything I've got going on in my life. I mean, this has been the worst. I don't know about you. But this has been the worst year and a half that I've experienced in a long time. This has been a very self-reflective year for me. Um, in January of 2020, my girlfriend and I broke up and I moved back into my parents' house. Mm. And then three months in, COVID started. So I was already dealing with a lot of shit. Oh. And it just gave me a lot of time to process that alone, which... I think was probably the best thing for me, but it also gave me a lot of time to work on my, my brand aggregate perspective, your thoughts, podcast, uh, the music. Um, I started Mars and Nebula in 2020. I started, uh, being the bassist of Louis on tour in 2020. Um, you and I started playing music in 2020. Right. That's right. It was, so, isn't that crazy that, you know, it wasn't a bad year for me. Yeah, that's that's actually really awesome. You know, you never really think about... I did that table in 2020. Yeah, you know, and, <laughs> that's, and that's all things that I'm more than excited to talk about because, you know, you brought up a really good point that it's so weird that such blessings, you know, in life are, are hidden, you know, behind such surface, you know just top of the surface shit, you know, and, and I'm sure, you know, I don't know the details. You don't got to have to, you don't, you don't need to go into it. You know, what you experienced with, with your ex-girlfriend must've been, you know, really, really harsh. And I can't was, imagine, I can't imagine how you felt. It was definitely life changing. <laughs> oh, for sure. You know, and, uh, you know, I have, you know, I started dating, I actually started dating my girlfriend during COVID, <laughs> which was a really weird thing. Um, you know, because we couldn't really meet each other's families. We weren't going out, you know, so there's a lot of my friends she hasn't met and vice versa, you know, um, and our, actually our, our year anniversary is this month, oh, you, wow. know, you know, so like, it's kind of weird, like how, how this whole last year and a half has, you know, the past that people have taken. And it's really cool to know that you've kind of made it into the better. So that was kind of one thing that I wanted to talk about, um, you know, with, you know, the time that we have, um, you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, your podcast, you mentioned multiple music, um, you know, projects, you mentioned the table that you built, you know, um, I really want to get into the music thing. So, so tell me about, you know, so sadness happens, you know, you break up with your girlfriend, um, you move back in with your parents. Um, I mean, you've always been musically inclined. Um, what was it about, about your situation that kind of made you start all those projects? Um, so, 
at the beginning, I was kind of just searching for anything to take my mind off of all of it. Um, I was hopping back and forth with anybody who would hang out with me. I was literally crashing at friends' houses so I didn't have to be at my parents' house because I didn't want to be there. Um, trying to uh, think about like what my next music project is going to be because I did have a band in Idaho for a little bit. And Are you from there? No. No, I only moved there for her for about a year. Oh, doesn't that suck? Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. I came back here because of an ex-girlfriend, dude. I totally understand. Um, I definitely fucked that up, so I'm I'm not gonna <laughs> play the victim here. Um, but about three months in, my buddy, who I actually met through her uh, going to the art institute, a mutual friend, um, he knew that I was broken up about it, and. Um, he suggested that I come over and start working on some music with him. He's a uh, uh, um, <clears throat> a uh, audio engineer graduate okay. from Crass. And he was like, come over and we'll make some music. So that's how uh, Mars and Nebula started. The name is... Yeah, where'd that come from? It's uh, it's really stupid. <laughs> no, said, come on, dude. That's, that's, that's what all bands say. Come it's on. it's funny, but it's stupid. Well, tell so me. his birthday is in early March and mine is in late March. So based on our zodiac signs, his ruling planet oh boy. is <laughs> Neptune and mine is Mars. Mm. And I kept calling it uh, Nebula instead of Neptune. So we we're like, okay, we'll change it to that. And that's it. That's really it. It's space-based. Cool. Hey. But it's Zodiac based. You know, I just started getting into the Zodiac stuff because of my girlfriend. Very into crystals. <laughs> you know, loves the Zodiac stuff. Um, got, uh, I, I mean, I knew it was a, like a Libra. Um, didn't know all the other stuff. And 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 kind of going back to what we talked about with like uh, in high school, kind of just uh, avoiding, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like avoiding, you know, any, any particular topics because you found them quote unquote stupid yeah. or stuff like that. You know, I, I, I never, I never really, uh, paid much attention to it, but, uh, you know, for someone like me, I'm, I kind of became quite the believer, you know, things that she, she kind of pointed out in the Zodiac stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, I was yeah. just like, you know, and, and I read it yeah, pretty frequently. Right. But, but <laughs> it's always like, I don't know how much I should buy into this. Right. Um, but I feel like that with every every form of religion. Like, I, th I think there is a lot to be gained out of... Um, I would honestly say all spiritual practices, there's a lot to be gained. But there's also... You, you should be questioning everything. Oh, for sure. Like, don't rely on belief itself. Can I ask you a question? Sure. At one point in your life, be honest... Did you ever consider that the earth was flat? No, never. Come on. If I did, it had to be really young. How young? I don't think I ever did. I was 16. <laughs> For a second. Wait, are you being serious? I'm being dead serious. For a second, I was obsessed with conspiracy videos and stuff like that. I'm not <laughs> joking. Tyler, I'm not joking. There was a time when That's I... That's kind of okay, crazy. Not, not, not four years time. I would say there was a good month. That I was like, I'm about to go was on that, Facebook. Was it that video where he poured water on the ball <laughs> and that convinced you? No. The water's know, just not staying on the planet, man. Know, How is this happening? <laughs> you, you know what it you know what it really was though? It was um it was all the videos that um would disprove it. It was all it was all the videos that would be like, look, idiot, 
<laughs> like this is why the earth is not flat. Okay. And I would say, well, sure. Was but, it because but, they were condescending? Well, no, it was just like, that makes sense. And every other video that I watched sounds like such a harebrained scheme. Whereas the people who were saying like, this is why the earth is flat. They gave science reasons and you know all this crazy shit all these pictures and videos and stuff like that but i'll tell you the number one thing was there's always that joke that every video that a flat earther tries to prove the earth is flat it always somehow works not in their favor and it actually confirms the opposite <laughs> and i watched a lot of those videos there was one and i wish i i was i knew the video off the top of my head um they tried to look like the like the like the horizon and there was like this like um way of measuring it and it turns out that like their studies, the flat earthers study showed that the earth was round. And, and, and what drove me to the edge was that the flat earthers were like, Oh, this is a uh, inconclusive. Was that a pun? Drove you to the edge. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, hold on. I got one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not joking. I, I legit used to think that for a good month that the earth, you know, it's like maybe, but yeah. for a month. Yeah. So, so speaking of question, everything I questioned <laughs> the dumbest thing, you know, um, but no, I mean, back, you know, like what you're saying, I mean, definitely question Go ahead. for me. I was so all the way back to fifth grade, at least I was fascinated by space. I was really, really into astronomy. I wanted to pursue that for a while. Um, and that's uh, definitely thanks, thanks to a uh, fifth grade teacher that I had who took me on like this, extracurricular event and we looked through telescopes at a variety of different stars cool. and planets. Um, so I was always really fascinated by space. I don't think I ever had any um, inclination of the earth potentially even being flat. Right. It just like that never crossed my mind until those videos started coming sure. out. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. And I was like, what have you ever been to the, um, the, well, I did know that historically, though, that was a thing. Yeah. Like a, a perspective that people had before we traveled the entire globe. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. I mean, but that being, okay, well, like, think about also, you know, back in the day, we also thought that the solar system revolved around the Earth. Right, the heliocentric perspective. Yeah. Right, you know, so, I mean, science or is... was it geo geocentric? And that's what I think is cool about the, the perspective that you gave, um, you know, question everything, but you kind of learn that, though, like, I like <clears throat> that science can be... Fucking losing my voice. I know. God, you okay? <laughs> You're not coming peak, peak uh, potential right now on my podcast? No. no. You just... <laughs> you just can't you just got over being sick Fuck. Just, it's allergies oh yeah dude same that's why i had to ask you i have five cats in here so i always have to ask everyone who comes in like i hope you're okay because we I just cleaned, okay well we just cleaned today i bet you all that dander's back on the fucking floor <laughs> yeah um no i'm gonna but leave I, here my my shirt's covered in <laughs> just cat fur right but but that was the thing that i wanted to say was that you know question everything because it's cool that science is one of the few things and by few things, I also mean religion or just completely um, just gut feelings where it corrects itself, you know, and I and I find that that should be the rule that you live by. You know, I want to be proven wrong if I'm wrong. I want to push back a little bit on that yeah. just because what I've been seeing as of late is kind of like a dogmatic um, scientific perspective which it's it's almost like religious thinking but in favor of science and that's not science and that's concerning can you elaborate like um 
how how people are so in favor of masks during COVID that anything counter narrative is anti-science right no it's not right that's a great point not science saying Mm. it's anti-science that's that's a political leaning now Mm. and that conflates what science is with ideology yeah and um let me see if i can think of another one off the top of my head oh no i mean i mean you could you could talk about that for I mean, what's the what's the biggest topic in this last year if not covid you know yeah. and and masks well then and- the vaccines too people who are so in favor of science are against anybody questioning anything about vaccines correct i, I just want to state i am in favor of vaccines i'm in favor <laughs> of masks are you but- gonna get me canceled tyler <laughs> first episode <laughs> Jacob, no, why, why did you bring me on? I know. <laughs> no, um, me too. Uh, me and Allie are actually going to get ours on Sunday. So, um, no, me too. Um, but that's a really awesome point. And, and um, you know, that's so crazy. I never thought about the fact that if you're against the masks, people instantly assume that you're red, yes. you know, the right wing, you know, Trump supporter, Trump supporting, whatever, whatever, you know, no label they want to throw on. Exactly. It, but and then if you're the, heavily in favor of it, then you're on the other side, too. Right. You're the you're the you voted for Biden, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, you're a Biden supporter. What are you huh? a communist? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's 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 really crazy. And and yeah, I absolutely agree with that, you know, and um, I think that's just the climate that that everyone's in right now. I mean, everyone has just been given a voice. Um, due to social media and I feel like if I'm being honest with you and I know this is a trope that people have just buried into the ground I don't think everyone needs a voice <laughs> if I'm being honest some people just need to put down the phone uh, like our uh, fearless ex-supreme leader <laughs> you know like uh, he was entertaining and he was you, very entertaining. you definitely can see that by the news ratings dropping after he left oh my office. god isn't that crazy <laughs> that's hilarious it's insane it's kind of like he left office and it's like well what do we do now it's kind of like he was right when he said he was saving news but it wasn't news because it was just stupid. Did you hear that uh, he's trying to um, get his own like news like channel? I heard he was trying to start a social media. Yeah, like he's trying to have his own platform. Yeah, isn't that fucking wild? Uh, I don't know if I agree with suppression of any voices. Of course, no, for sure. But what I find, I think it's crazy that it happened. I think it needed to, especially at that time. Right, but. I think that he should have just done that instead of being the president, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I think he should have just had his own, you know, we'll just make him the Alex Jones of rich guys, you know, like, I don't think it would have been as popular. No, but he knew what people wanted to hear. He knew maybe this was all an elaborate ploy just to get popularity again. Cue the, uh, the Illuminati. Cue. Cue. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. Um, no, man. I mean, that's, that's a, but 2020 was fucking crazy. It's nuts, dude. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, I think it's a time of self-reflection. Um, definitely. Is now a good time to ask if I can cuss on your podcast? Oh, a (laughs) hundred percent. Fuck shit. Damn. Piss shit, bitch. Um, I don't know. You're not one to use. Yeah. You're not one to use uh, racial slurs. I hope not. So let's not. uh, Okay. Well, now we're all waiting for one. I'm just kidding. Um, no, you absolutely, you, you know, what's funny is that, um, when I was doing the test runs of this podcast with the girlfriend and my roommate, they both said the same question. That's, oh, can, can we cuss on yeah. here? And I was like, I'm, this didn't become Barney. I didn't friends. think to ask until I dropped my first F bomb. And then I was like, 
He no, didn't you, say anything. No, you absolutely can. <laughs> so uh, say say what you so want. I, I only brought it up now because I knew it was gonna be funny. Right. No. Say say whatever you want. I don't. I don't give a shit. Um. Um. No. But uh, this whole year has been quite a reflective um year. I mean, and and you learn, you know, especially with people that you're very close to, you either sink or swim when it comes to something like this. And I would like to say, me personally, I believe that you are one of the people who have definitely been more than treading water through this whole situation i mean you've been killing it um you know like we mentioned numerous times already i mean the amount of projects that you've been having just to not even no i don't want to say stay busy but i i can tell that you're doing what you love yeah this isn't a job for you you know what i mean you would you know i want it to be my job uh, amen (laughs) i mean i'm in the exact same boat but you know um i respect that you know a lot of people definitely crumbled during this time and unfortunately a lot of it they couldn't control i'm more focusing on people who haven't taken this opportunity to really just do what you love and that was something that i really wanted to focus on today um you know you mentioned your 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 side projects and music i mean and and that's something i still want to discuss so i mean well i want to be clear though like it's not like my time got freed up by covid Mm -hmm. like i did start working from home and i i didn't have a job before COVID, honestly, I started through COVID, was trained from home, and I had the luxury of being able to work from home. But like me doing all these projects, that was in my spare time after work or before work. Like I was still working full time the entire time. Really? Yes. Wow. And I mean, but your but your but your time management is so good. I mean, you're consistently releasing this content. And, you know, I don't, what I, what I appreciate about you, if, if I may, you know, for a second, I appreciate that in a world where, as I mentioned before, everyone seems to have a voice and personally, I feel like not everyone should, um, it's a lot of positivity coming from you. Um, it's a lot of motivation. Um, and I look up to you. I mean, um, am I older than you? I'm 27. By year. By year. I look up to you. I mean, um, I just turned 27 last month. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. (laughs) Um, you know, posting those, those Facebook videos of bands practice, um, posting the Snapchats of you working on your music. Uh, You know, let me just say for everybody, I mean, you're the only person I know where anyone can, can write a status about support your local, anything you're out here actually doing it. I mean, I was blown away with definitely really trying you're a fantastic promoter, not only for yourself, but for your friends, you know? Um, and so that's kind of one thing, you know, I also want to talk about. It's that, you know, your passion for music has has inspired me to do a lot of things, you know, in, in, including, you know, this podcast and my own little side project that I have going on. What nice. is it, what is it, like, what is, what is the gooey center of your motivation? I mean, what is it that, like, is your, what is the most favorable aspect of what you do outside of your job that pays the bills like what is what is it that you know i do this for this reason no pressure the honest answer yeah because my time is finite and if i don't do anything then it's wasted that's a great answer but deeper like the deeper like soul reason is like for as far as like music goes like that like I, i feel like i am the music and I know that sounds weird, no. but like I like to explain it as in, in like like physics terms. Like we are literally waves. Music is just waves. We are yeah. the music. 
And that's why we vibe with it so heavy. I just want to be the music man. Right. It reminds me of uh, remember that old Cartoon Network show with Andre Three Thousand. Do you remember that? No. Oh God, it was amazing. But it was like they had a whole song about the world without music, and it was great because you really think about it. Like, can you even ex- can you even imagine a world without? I can't stop making music, so no. <laughs> Seriously. I'm just always drumming on shit. Drumming, like I'm beatboxing. Just, humming. I yeah. said one of my favorite pastimes, I love getting drunk and just playing acoustic songs to my cats. Fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, like I'm doing laundry. I'm singing about it. You know, like, you know, it. that's that's awesome. And, and I've been looking for a reason myself, kind of what you just said. I mean, you kind of are the music. You are yeah. your product. You, you personify this this product with who you are you know um but it's not it's not even just uh music either like comedy has that rhythm like conversation has that rhythm that's that's what i love like there is there's this like wave it's it's going on it's always there kind of like miyagi in it you know you're just kind (laughs) of getting really flowy wax on wax wax (laughs) off you know no i mean but that's incredible and 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 that's what kind of makes me sad is i'm sure just like you how many times have you heard, I wish I could do what you do? I wish I could play the guitar. People saying that to me? Yeah. Like, or like, like, like relatives, um, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Like a lot, that, a lot, you know? Yeah. And it's like, and I always tell them they can, you can, yeah, they can, you can, you, you absolutely really can. can, you know what? And that, that's what, you know, I, it makes me think people who, who do that, like the amount of wasted potential that is, is accidental, you know, how many how many, you know, insert legendary musicians or how much artists? of it is luck that too, right place, right time kind of stuff. You know, um, uh, there's this quote. Um, uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Come on. Fuck. I don't remember. It was, it was something about like, um, success is like luck, but also being ready for it or something right. along those lines. No, absolutely. I mean, you, you should, you know, and, and to kind of transition, it kind of reminds you of another cor- uh, corny quote. Uh, you uh, miss all the shots you don't take. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, Wayne Gretzky said that. <laughs> um, and I only know that from <laughs> The Office. <laughs> um, you know, it, but it, but it, it, it's true. This is underscore Michael Scott. <laughs> underscore, yeah, unders- underscore Michael Scott. Yeah, Wayne Gretzky <laughs> underscore Michael Scott. Um, but that's so yeah. true, you know, and, and I've been blessed with a, a musical ability and a, you know, even a lot of people in our generation. I mean, how many people do you know that can't even talk in front of groups? You know, I've, I've been, I don't, I don't know if I talk to them. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, so, so just, you know, something about me is that that's never been an issue for me. I mean, I've always been able to get in front of groups by myself and talk, play. It doesn't matter. Do comedy, um, you know, and I just feel like there's so many people in the world that if you could just master getting over just that, like socially anxious. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and it's, and it's sad that such, you know, mental hinder like hindrance, you know, can stop the next Richard Pryor from just going out there and killing it. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing though. If like the inability to do it. Yes. But being introverted and not wanting to, I think that's okay. I agree. And uh, that's coming uh, like from me. I I am very introverted. Yeah. I can tell by how sweet your voice is. Yeah. I feel like it's pretty, it's pretty soft. I want to be woken up by it every morning. (laughs) (laughs) It's time to get up. I don't, (laughs) (laughs) you know, probably not. (laughs) No, I'm not saying that it's a, it's a bad thing. It's it's more it's more the people who are wishers. 
I wish I could do it. I oh, want to yes. do it. I want yes. it, but they, but they don't, you know, I have friends that it all requires the, action. It requires action, you, you know? And, and like you mentioned, right that's place. what I was talking about at the beginning, like the personal development stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't remember if that was even on this or if that was prior, but right. <laughs> we're talking about personal development stuff. That, that is the core of it. It takes action and everything that I do, it takes action. Yeah. I mean that you just got to take the leap. Yes. You know, and, and one thing that we were talking about. When people about, are trying to start projects, like you starting this podcast or like um, my buddy is trying to start a, another music project. They're, they're like, people are talking to me about it, but they're, they're talking, they're not doing it. And right. I always have to remind them, like, you can talk all, all you want about it, but if you aren't doing anything, even if it is garbage, even if it sucks and nobody cares and you suck at it and like you hate it because it's not good, if you're not doing it, it doesn't matter. Right. You never you know. You have to start. You got to start somewhere, man. You have to start. Right. Yeah. Just start. start. <laughs> Just do it, you know? Um, And that's the thing is like, you know, I, so at one point I started playing music when I was in... The seventh grade is when I picked up my first guitar. Um, I wanted to do it because I loved, I would die for Metallica. That was my favorite childhood <laughs> band. I thought that the stage presence, the riffs, the, the sound was so cool. I saw that girls liked it. You know what I mean? Like, dude, or, you know, chicks like the the musician, you know, that was, was, I, I had to do something. And, and, you know, of course, I'm sure just like me, you had countless hours of playing smoke on the water like shit. Yep. You know, your parents had yeah. to listen that to it. That song specifically, That too. song specifically, yeah. you know, one by Metallica. Hold on. You know, so it's like, my, my, I guess my question is, is like, to kind of give you an example of what I'm about to ask. I knew that I officially wanted to take music to the next level when I was in high school and I met equal minded people who wanted to make uh, content together and I knew that I wanted to pursue comedy when I did my first open mic so I want to ask you do you remember a time when th- like you you did something with whether it be the podcast which I'd still like to get to or music where um, you were like this is it I can't see myself you know I can't see myself doing anything else but this so I knew I wanted to be a musician in fifth grade and like it really hit me then. Like if I could do anything in my life, that is what I want to do. But I couldn't play anything. Like I was, I think I was in orchestra, so I could play viola. But eventually, I quit that. That's so. cool. I started with percussion. <laughs> That's way cooler. <laughs> I, I disagree. I just hit shit. I think learning a stringed instrument's way cooler. I wish I had kept doing it. I didn't want to carry around the instrument by I think junior high, so I only did it for fourth fifth and sixth grade and then gave it up which is terrible because if i had kept doing that i probably would know how to read music today oh yeah but i don't yeah (laughs) but in fifth grade i knew i wanted to be specifically in a rock band my friends were talking about creating a band i didn't play anything so that dream just kept going until up until like ninth grade i really started to develop uh, playing guitar. I started taking guitar lessons and that continued for the next four years. Started my first band in uh, around junior year and it lasted like three months and 
then we transitioned into some of those members into a new band. And that band later went on to uh, start Elena Avenue, which was my first real band. And Such an emo name. I love it. Elena Avenue? Yes. It was the street that I grew up on. Really? Yeah. That's smart. That's <laughs> it, awesome. Do you want to know what the name was before it was Elena Avenue? Oh, please. Bleeding Arizona. Yes. <laughs> I love it. And that was based off of Bleeding Kansas, but we were in Arizona, so Arizona. Right. That band went on for seven years. Yeah, you've been, I remember you mentioning that. for. I mean, that was going on for a while. Yeah. And that, that actually leads into both the biggest accomplishment that I made as a musician so far, because everything I've done so far is kind of unreleased, but it's way better, but it's still unreleased. Lay it on me. So biggest public accomplishment so far and the largest failure. I love it. Go ahead. So in 2015, we dropped our first EP and it was four tracks that we had been playing for probably like four or five years. And we were, we were pretty proud of it. Um, we actually had Cash Foburn record all of it and he was learning how to produce. So it was okay. Okay. And we were okay. <laughs> and you can still find that on Bandcamp. Oh, it's yeah. terrible. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel about my old YouTube videos with my band. I get it. Oh, don't even look up our YouTube. Oh God. <laughs> I do it when I'm drunk and I show people. I, I do it when I need a confidence boost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back when I was uh, 60 pounds skinnier and I was in a band. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I'm reminiscing about how shitty I was back then and how good I am now. Because mm. it's, it's crazy. Oh, it's night and day. It's, um, so <laughs> 2015, we dropped that EP in 20... 16 we decided okay we're gonna write an album and we worked on that album up until 2019 and it just was not gonna happen and we spent three years writing those songs like imagine the best stuff you have ever written to that point and you just can't do anything with it so i left beautiful i, irony. I moved to idaho <laughs> Ugh, the one of the worst spots i don't know i've sh anyone who it was really in nice idaho, weather i, mean, I liked weather yeah I like the weather in Idaho. Do you know what the only uh, reference I have to Idaho is? Napoleon Dynamite. I'm assuming potatoes, too. Well, and Napoleon Dynamite. I never saw potatoes. <laughs> Not a single potato. Really? No, just kidding. Oh, I, was I like saw some potatoes. They, I don't know if they were grown there, but... I feel like, like in Idaho, it has to be like a Wisconsin with cheese. I feel like that's just something that they consistently bring up. Like there's consistently like it's like Wisconsin's like the Not cheese heads. in Idaho, but if you talk about Idaho to anybody else in the country, that's what they potatoes. Up. That's the yeah. yeah Napoleon Dynamite or potatoes. That's the and apparently there are for uh, farms up north. Farms. There are farms up north, but I never saw them. There were sugar beet farms there though. Where did you live? Nampa, Nampa, Idaho. I was like thirty minutes out of Boise. I only know Boise and I know Coeur d'Alene. Coeur d'Alene was like four hours away. Is there stuff to do in that state? Um, it was like, if of, I was to come visit you in Idaho and I'd be like, Oh dude, what are we going to do? So there was a bar that I frequented <laughs> called the, <laughs> this is the one local bar in, in fucking Idaho. Well, it's, yes, but no, <laughs> in Boise, there's actually a pretty nice, uh, bar scene. Okay. Yeah. I feel like a lot of those, a lot of those like, uh, small towns have the coolest little scenes. And there is a music scene in Boise too. I went and saw a few local bands, some bands touring from, uh, the further West coast, okay. like Seattle bands coming in. Yeah. Um, there was this one, uh, this one bar that I went to it was actually a gay bar. It was called the balcony and they had like, 
uh, drag queen nights and that that was my favorite bar i loved that bar <laughs> that's <laughs> so really cool. party vibe did you like that that was pretty yeah <laughs> that's my uh, good old transition cue um did you yeah. did you uh record that too no <laughs> i didn't use my harp sorry I oh you don't have a harp Oh, I do. I just didn't use it for that oh, one. Oh, okay. Yeah, come on, dog. Do you really have a harp? No. Oh, why not? <laughs> God. Um, because I am blown away with how expensive those instruments are. That's how I feel about an upright bass. Oh. I'm actually pretty interested in exotic instruments. I have like a singing bowl and a, a kalimba. <laughs> I I have a kalimba. I was going to put it as a centerpiece for the table. Um, the only thing I know how to do is... um. Like the Avatar song. Yes. Yeah, that's the yeah. only thing I know how to do. And the Tokyo Drift. Do, do, oh, yeah, yeah. No, like uh, that's I, that's how I felt about um, upright basses. I went to Flagstaff um, and there's this awesome music shop. And, and uh, they, I don't know if it's the same one, but they always have an upright bass. Um, it's like four fucking grand. It's probably the same one. <laughs> probably the same one. Because what college student's going to just be like, I'm going to buy an upright bait. Me, if I had or who's going to go to Flagstaff and think, four grand? That's fine. <laughs> I'm going to, dude, uh, have you, been, well, I don't know, when's the last time you've been up there? Probably two years ago. Do you, did you ever go to the crystal shop up there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love it there. That's where fucking four grand goes. We took, I took Allie to that fucking crystal shop. I almost had a heart attack because I know she was getting. Tingly in the britches over these fucking crystals that were so much money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blown away. And they're beautiful. No, oh, they're cool looking. But, but she couple bought, thousands. She, she bought she bought this little and and for obviously people who are listening, maybe two and a half inches by one and a half inches, little slab. It's a hundred and thirty dollars. Jeez. But I'm like, what does this do? And she's like, Oh, it it uh, radiates uh, radiates um positivity uh motivation and i'm like sure man i I can't complain i have a beautiful sure i have a crippling magic the gathering card collection that has put me in financial peril she's like how much did you spend on this equipment that's why we can't can't say shit (laughs) because she's like well how much did you spend on the anyways moving on you know um (laughs) that's where your fucking money goes no i um i kind of wanted to transition um this part to the podcast um, not mine. Uh, Tyler does have a podcast out called Your Thoughts Podcast that I have been ever so lucky to be on not once but twice. 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 It's been pretty awesome. One uh, of them the is first called time. It's Santaro. Yeah, Santaro. <laughs> Santorini. I, I'm pretty sure I spelt it right for that title. Just <laughs> It's Santoriani. You a fucking retard or what? <laughs> Come on, dude. That's my name. Come on, Santoro. Uh, no, remember the first time we were on it... Uh, I remember when there was like that fucking thunderstorm going on. Have you watched that? The video quality is fucking terrible. I feel like we look like cavemen. It's red. Yeah. There is there is a thunderstorm going on the entire time. So I, I'm pretty sure the power flickers and then like the camera operator shows the thunderstorm. You can hear. I don't think you can actually hear the tree hitting the window, but we could hear it. I thought we were going to go to fucking... Uh, I thought it was going to break. I really thought it was going to break. Yeah. I was concerned. Yeah, I thought we were going to go to, what's it called, in uh, Wizard of Oz. thought we were going to fucking start transporting there. We're going to see the witch outside. Yeah, definitely not the best episode. <laughs> One of the funniest, but not the best. It'll be legendary. <laughs> I find it. I love that episode. I think the only <laughs> thing I remember from that episode is talking about my favorite porn stars. That was my favorite part of that. That's the only thing I remember. And you meeting Tom Segura. <laughs> and me meeting Tom Segura. Yeah, that was pretty cool, too. Um, no, I wanted to talk about that for a second because, you know, podcasting is becoming such a huge 
social media base, um, you know, they say that uh, I think it was like 90 something percent of adults now listen to some podcasts in some way, shape or form. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, so um, in like 2017, when I decided in 2018, when I decided to start my podcast, I was listening to a lot of podcasts, but most of the people I knew did not listen to podcasts and did not know what they were. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I mean, fuck with it really, you know, um, my first podcast experience was always the big ones, you know, Joe Rogan, right? Um, you know, stuff like that. Um, it just kind of reminded me of talk show, and and I yeah. liked I liked it because my dad or a radio show, radio, yeah, or radio you know, talk show. I grew up listening to um, Stern. Love Line, <laughs> Love Line. I fucking loved Adam Carolla and Doctor Drew. Um, yeah. to this day, I would uh, actually listen to that in private. I remember. Yeah, I, had, I listened to it alone in my room yes, at night. I like, had the um, when I was a teenager. <laughs> do you remember the iPod Shuffle that had the touchscreen? Yes. Little cube. I had that. And I remember I had a radio, an FM AM transmitter, and I would listen to it all fucking night, dude. <laughs> and I thought it was so cool. And I'm, I'm like 14. I don't yeah. know anything about these sexual questions, you know. Um, but no, um, there's just something that, you know, when you're in some kind of media outlet already, music for the both of us or, or you know, comedy for myself, um, it's kind of the next step, you know. It it's transitions like, really well. Really well. Like understanding audio engineering, going into podcasting, it's like it all coincides. And then my girlfriend at the time was also a film major. So that's where the video element really heavily came in. And um, a lot of podcasters don't do the video element, but I really, really wanted to have that. So that's that's been a fundamental part of it the entire time for me. Yeah. Video and audio. So I got to ask, so what, what? I, it's been so much so that I've less focused on the audio for the sake of having good video. Right. And that's my next step. I am so blown away with how expensive these cameras are though. Yeah. You know, I went on such a buyer's frenzy getting everything I needed for this podcast that I didn't once consider how much fucking money those cameras were going to be. And then I learned that a lot of cameras have a 30 minute limit. Yep. So if you yes. want to knock at the 30, that's so stupid. Can I just say that for a second? That has to be a marketing like fucking scam because why? that's why I always needed a camera operator. I needed somebody to do it because otherwise we're going to do that break. But if it's, uh, if it's 1080 with my camera currently, it's every 14 minutes. It's not every Ugh, 30 minutes. That's disgusting. Yeah. It's terrible. And then the other camera, that one will go for 30, but it's lower quality. So it's it's just like, okay. Ugh, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> so what made you, so what gave you the incentive to start that? What, what made you want to start uh, your thoughts? So it actually started out of a conversation. It was like a two hour long political conversation with Jesse over like. Can you explain who Jesse is, by the way? We've mentioned him multiple times without kind of explaining who he is. Um. So... I don't know if you know this, but Jesse was my best friend in junior high. Um, he actually gave me the nickname Stumpy, which I now use as my artist name. Um, so him and I pretty much grew up together. Okay. Um, I've known him since my sophomore year, his freshman year of high school. I forget and that he's younger than we are. Yeah. That man looks year. like he's 35 with that <laughs> hair and that mustache. I don't know if that's a compliment. Uh, I mean... You know, I 35 feel like is like 10 years older than we are now. This so. can't be the first time we've talked about how young he is. I feel like I bring it up every single time. I, I think because of my weight gain, I look old, but I thought he was old. Has this come up before? I don't it know. It has to be. Dude, I bet you if we looked at the episode <laughs> that I was in. By the way, what episode is that? We'll plug that. Um, I Dude, don't remember oh, the number. Fuck. 
Well, yeah. you'll see my first and last name, Jacob Santoro. Just I'm, look through the the list of episodes. There's only um, we just dropped twenty four episode twenty four last week. Oh, congratulations! So uh, late March, early April, we dropped that one. Okay. So we're up to twenty four. Um, well, anyways, I bet you you'll. I I have to mention it. I bet you I mentioned it in that one and the first one we did. I promise you. But anyways, not to get off uh, topic. So <laughs> so so you and Jesse, best friends, uh, friends for a while. What starts the podcast? Um. So it, it was it was like a a high level conversation about what is going on politically. But it was like 2017. So it was after all the crazy stuff in 2016 and um from there i, I was like okay so he's convinced me to start a podcast because i'm listening to all these podcasters i'm talking about it all the time i'm like having this conversation with him so i bought a zoom it's it was a zoom i think it's an h4 and i have no clue <laughs> i'm horrible with this stuff it's just a, a portable audio recorder sure. for those who don't know <laughs> me you know, <laughs> um, and I actually had all of this audio equipment already from being in a band. So I had a ton of XLR cables. I had microphones, so mic stands. So it was pretty easy to transition into doing it. I already had a camera because um, I was very into photography already. So all I needed was the source to record the audio and I got that. So I started doing it um, probably April of 2018 and since then, I've I've done twenty four episodes. Um, have I've That's had awesome. all sorts of different kinds of people. The intent was to do it in the style of Joe Rogan, where it's just a conversation, yeah. just a long form conversational style podcast. Not as long as him because that's difficult. Insane. Yeah, it's not not that it would be complicated to have that long of a conversation. I think that could be pulled off, but doing that with the equipment. I don't, I don't think we could do that because it would require battery changing out for the audio recorder. So that would be your goal cameras. Though, if it was possible. If I could do that, then yes. <sighs> but also like the, the people that I have on would have to be able to do that as well. Right. What I started out doing was people I knew in the community around me, specifically in the art scene. So um, people who I talked to about politics, people in the music scene, in the Arizona music scene, so local musicians, local artists. Um, there was uh, one of my friends, Ryan, who has been a consistent guest. He's been on the most episodes out of anyone. He's been on seven episodes, and he's always coming forward with some kind of topic to talk about. And that's been very beneficial for the growth of the show. And he's essentially moved into like a co-host role as well. Uh, but the the premise of the show is just like it's called Your Thoughts. And you just come on, you talk about whatever you want to talk about. I loved it. I yeah. had so much fun. And uh, you guys are such good hosts. Um, I was afraid of having a co-host myself. Um, I love to talk. Um, you know, I was always afraid of interrupting my co-host or vice versa. Right. You know, yeah. but you guys. That's why I've been kind of iffy on having one lately, just because me personally, I let them talk. But if oh, I yeah. let them talk, I'm not talking. Right. And I'm supposed to be the host. Right. And I've noticed I let that happen way more than it needs to, I think. Yeah. But I feel like with, with you two, I mean, you guys have such a good um, dynamic. 
You know, yeah. I mean, you guys really do finish each other's sentences. Um, you know, it is, I can definitely tell which one of you is the more energetic than the other, <laughs> you know, um, but it fits so well, you know, and um, like I said, I mean, I had such a blast with you guys. The questions that I don't know if you guys do any kind of pre-show writing. Nope. <laughs> um, yeah, it's then even more fantastic. I mean, you guys are so good um, with the, you know, the improv perspective that, I mean, I loved it. I mean, you guys do such a great job, you know, and there were things that, you know, even making this one with you, um, I was nervous. I was nervous to be on your guys. And, and, and maybe I didn't show that, um, but I was. But you guys have such a host dynamic it's right. kind of like, hey, take it easy, relax. You know, let's, we're here to have fun. You know, yeah, it's just, we're just bullshitting, right? Yeah, Sorry. the only uh, the only episodes that I've done that have required notes, and they didn't really require it. It's just the the kind of person that I am. I do like to prep for things. So the ones that have had notes were, we had a presidential candidate on. What? Um, it wasn't a high level presidential okay. candidate. <laughs> it was somebody shit. who anybody can run. Literally anybody can run. So she filed FEC documents to run. um, And we thought this person is ambitious and crazy enough to run. And they think that they can make some sort of impact. So really anyone run? Can I run? Well, there are there are uh, thresholds. So you have to be I think the age limit is like 35. Born in the U.S. Born in the U.S. And... I think that's it. No criminal record or something, maybe. That's so dangerous. Yeah. I mean, I mean, how many of them get past the preliminaries? But I mean, well, most people don't get taken seriously, right. and that's that was the perspective that we had as well. Like, is this this person can't be serious? So, right. Let's have them on, and it was like it was a good conversation. I, we didn't really take them seriously as a candidate necessarily, but like, I did have questions prepped for that one, and then there was another one. I did research on uh, that one was with Ryan. It was about conspiracy specifically. And we went pretty in depth on the 9-11 conspiracy, the Seth Rich murder. And I think we might've touched a little bit on Alex Jones. This was around the time that he was deplatformed. I, I love him so much. Alex Jones. So much. <laughs> He's so fucking funny. He's hilarious. I, 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 I feel bad because I know people who genuinely like him. I like him as a joke. Yes. But he's such a creator. And he's so funny. He was definitely in my early 20s. I was like, dude, say more. Like, I think that you are ridiculously amazing. Like, he's got that, like, that crazy (laughs) uncle energy. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I think people take it too seriously. Yeah. But did you hear hear that thing? Uh, There's, like, this whole thing now about how Alex Jones was right about the whole uh, um, somebody, some agency uh, busted uh, people for uh, uh, supposedly consuming some kind of like a uh, young young blood, like younger people blood, to keep young. Um, is that like eating the placenta? <laughs> kind of, kind of, kind of. I know for yeah. real. There's this whole thing on Reddit right now. It was like it was like literally. It's like r slash like Alex was right. I think like, I have heard of <laughs> heard about that. So it's like a part of me again. Back to the conspiracy theory. I told you that I used to fucking think that the Earth was fucking flat. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> maybe he maybe he's onto something. You well, know? it's not like Alex Jones hasn't been right in the past about things either. Right, but again, but he's associated with a specific group, and also you can't take everything seriously. No. You can't. You, you you can't. 
I don't think he should have been deplatformed, honestly. No, I, I and that kind of goes back to what we were discussing that I don't think that voices should be deplatformed. I think that people right. should have a place to speak. That's um, overarching. That is my view as well. And it's your prerogative to listen or not. Right. And and this goes to people who I I I will say on this podcast that I don't support, like Ben Shapiro, um, Milo Yiannopoulos, uh, though that Crowder guy. I don't agree with them. Right. But them getting canceled from colleges, from people who want to listen, I think is a very bad move. And I think that it makes... Um, I think it's antithetical to like what... what. So it's, it's counter to having any sort of uh, conversation in the future if we suppress it now. So it's, it's really weird. Like if you don't agree with views, that doesn't mean that they need to go away. Like yeah. you can you can talk about how they're bad, and they can still be there. Oh no, for sure. I, and, and but that but see that and that's where the emo, that's where the internal struggle kind of is, is started. Where you know even now and, and even now I'm nervous to say, excuse me, <laughs> how I feel because. I don't want to be associated with a group that I don't necessarily believe in. Right. But let me just say that. But like you spend all this time defending them because morally, like I don't, I don't agree with the suppression. So no. if it happens on this side, what is preventing it from happening on my side? I don't agree with these people. It's the same reason. Like I defend communism a lot. I don't agree with communism at all. Sure. But when I talk to people who are conservative, I spend a lot of time defending communism, just because I think people should have the right to talk about it and Absolutely. to have these political views, even if they are historically wrong in my perspective. They should be able to talk about them. One hundred percent. No, one hundred percent. And um, and that's where I feel so afraid. Because if for some reason there is something that someone says and they're universally not liked by the people that I associate with, I'm now outcasted. You're changing. You're, you yeah. know, you know, be better. You know, stuff like that. And, 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 and what I'm getting to is that... I always have conversations like this with people. Yeah. Usually not on air because it kind of just doesn't really come up as much as I thought it would. Um, right. Sometimes it does, but like... When I have conversations specifically about things like, I don't know, Ben Shapiro or Jordan Peterson, mm -hmm. people that like the alt-right labels the or the alt-left labels as the alt-right that is kind of misconstrued as the right, even though like there's elements of like left-leaning people that have been al aligned with this now new political ideology like Joe Rogan, who says he's left or like uh, Brett Weinstein, who is who is also left, or like a, a ton of people. I have this conversation with them, and I joke like, "Welcome to the alt right." <laughs> right. Put your uh, put your tinfoil hat on. If you don't agree with my ideology, now you're alt right. Yeah, that's just how it is. And then and, and fucking weird. It, it's it's weird, you know. And 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 you know, this is the kind of the, the way that I look at it too. Is is like you know, at the, at, the, at the same time, it's people who say like. You know, we can conversate and still be friends. Absolutely. It's when you say crazy batshit things. But people are saying that you can't do that. And that's right. problematic. Right. Like people that I associated with before, before in the before, in the before times, yeah. know, way back. Um, 
people that I associated with before who I was having political discussions with as like, not necessarily like throughout Trump, but like, especially towards the end of Trump, they were like, these people are racists. We can't talk to them. But like, my issue is people being labeled as racist across the board. We've, we've essentially broadened what that means. Right. So now all of these people are racist, but for stupid shit, like, <laughs> like, uh, white splaining something right. or like whatever the fuck this new language or linguistic like uh trend has become right now things like i can't talk about my perspective on random things that really don't matter to me at the end of the day but like i'm trying to have a conversation with people about it's it seems weird that we're not able to do that yeah it seems antithetical to an attempt to understand what is even happening if we can't talk about it. Right. Amen, brother. I mean, that's exactly what it comes down to. You know, you just, you know, I know you're a good person. I know that you have good in your heart. Um, you know, though you may not agree with something that I agree with or vice versa, you know, we're still friends at the end of the day. And, yeah. And, and that's, and that's what, you know, needs to be the norm, you know, just like everything that we've discussed in this podcast, don't be afraid to do, you know, what makes you happy. Don't be afraid to say things that you're afraid you're going to get lashed, you know, that, that are going to get blown out of proportion. You know, you just stand by your convictions. And, you know, at the end of the day, um, like you mentioned, um, one thing that I would like to kind of end and with your here. actions at the end of the day, your actions will show who you are. Really. Exactly. You know, exactly. And, you know, one thing I'd like to end with at the end of the, you know, at, at the end of all this is just kind of make the plunge, you know, regardless of what it is, you know, make, yeah, make plunge the start. Toilet. Yeah, plunge the toilet. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we're going to wrap it up here now, everybody. Um, you know, before we get to the end, I want to thank Tyler one more time for coming on. Um, I would like, if you have any plugs, you know, um, where can we uh, where can we find you? Yeah, I just want to say thank you for having me on, Jacob. It's, it's been an honor Episode to be one, buddy. your first guest. First guest. Um, so you can find all of my art at tylerbeck.design. Um, it's also, uh, www.yourthoughtspodcast.com. It leads to the same place. Um, I have a podcast called your thoughts podcast. You can check it out on Apple and Spotify, um, Stitcher. Um, it's probably on other places, but I really <laughs> don't know at this point. It's kind of uh, hard to maintain. <laughs> I'm sure all of you use at least one of those things that he mentioned. So it's not there. Put it there. <laughs> Honestly, definitely go check it out. It's one of the best, I mean, constructed podcasts I've ever not only been a part of, but have listened to. Um, the man has locally grown. <laughs> lo yeah, organically sourced. Uh, the man has a million Fair trade. Things, <laughs> he has a million things to say. Um, <clears throat> it's it's everything you want. It's laughs. It's seriousness. It's emotional. Um, definitely go take a listen. But before we uh, head out of here, you know, with, with what we were talking about now, we did get sidetracked a little bit, but, uh, the, the main focal point I want everyone to come back to is, um, at the end of the day, do what makes you happy. Um, if yes. it, if, if it takes, if it takes the energy, make the energy, uh, you know, don't ever let anyone tell you that it's impossible. Don't ever let anyone tell you that you're not meant for it because you know, all it takes is right place, right time and the will to do it. So with that being said, Tyler, I have to ask if it's one piece of advice that you can give to someone that has maybe helped you in the, in the past, what would it be? I just want to riff off of what you were just saying. Like if you want to do anything, if you like any like your dream whatever it is like start just do it just really just start doing it you won't 
even imagine where you'll be in 10 years if you start doing it now. Um, it like it just it requires action. It requires discipline. It requires intention. And if you want to make art, if you want to build a business, if you want to, I, I don't know, be a doctor, like you have to to work at it. Right. So just start. Just do it. Shia LaBeouf. Just, just do, do it. it. Make your dreams come true. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tyler, I want to thank you one more time for coming on. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to The Basement Dweller, and I will see you next time. Thank you, Tyler.